Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Cool, 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 Cool. Cool. Cool down. Cool down. Cool down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as you can see, some of us uh, are wearing different colors today. To follow up on what happened yesterday, we know the big, big news that broke out yesterday. It's obviously the themes carrying over today. We've got Nick in the house. We've got Silo. We've got Wonga Dengo, who wasn't here yesterday. We've got Matinho. I suppose we can't call you that anymore because they fired Mourinho. Um, so our Spurs man there. <laughs> and then we've he's got... Just he's just, he's just, he's just yeah. mad now, you know. Yeah. You know, his new coach is English, born and bred, 20 years at Tottenham, you know. So, that, so now he's just called Matthew. Let's say Matthew, yeah. Should we call him Matthew Mason? Yeah, Matthew Mason. You're oh, right. yeah, man, yeah, yeah, that's possible. Yeah. The interim solution there. Yeah. Wait, then are you going to be Nick Bruce or what? So, yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like that's the, that's the sort of executive decision-making, Nick, that Daniel Levy would approve of. Um, based <laughs> on just changing people's names to make it easier. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right, guys. So, obviously, we spoke about this yesterday, the elephants in the room being, we are live. Yeah, yeah, we are live. Okay. Uh, being, obviously, yeah. the Super League, we shared some of the views and the opinions. Wonga Denga and Matthew Mason, you guys weren't here. So, we might as well kick off pretty much your yeah, overall were, thoughts before they, we dive they, into they, it. They weren't here because a lot of people feel that they shouldn't be in the Super League, but... I digress. Let's exclude them from that conversation. Let's exclude them. Let's exclude them. Let's exclude them from the conversation. You know, let's uh, listen. You're so lucky this happened this year, Selo, and not like any time in the last five years. Otherwise, you'd be that team with everyone's like, ah, oh, but why are they there? <laughs> you have short memories. Timing, man. Timing, timing was perfect. Timing was perfect. On, we, we, we're, on yeah. the, we're on the app now. On a serious note, though, I think out of yesterday when we unpacked everything, the thing that offended Mossa the most was the fact that both Spurs and Arsenal were included in this, this Super League. Yeah, yeah, the Super League. I mean, really. I mean, do, you guys, do you guys know where that, where that was coming from as uh, Spurs and Arsenal supporters? Like, really? Look, I, nah, think... but I mean, Spurs no, not, ahead, not, Yeah, I mean, like, I think even Arsenal, were they not also... I mean, I think it's more about the history of the clubs as well. Um, yeah. I think... I, I, I no, it's bullshit know. about the history of the clubs. Don't even say that. No. Man. If it's the history of the clubs, then Nick's going to stick his hand up and say, you know, it's not you. If, if we're talking about history, no. I saw something before the show, guys. If we're talking about history, guys, Everton has more league titles than, than, than Spurs and City put together. That's if you want to yeah. talk about history. Wow. They exactly. are number four. I think they're number four in terms okay. of titles. Uh, behind behind Arsenal, they got the fourth most uh, titles after Arsenal. it's nothing to do with anything real. Like, because and we can unpack it. Because if it was about the fans, if it was for the fans, there would be a proper geographical spread of the teams. We got three from London, nothing from Rome. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing from Paris. Nothing from the whole of Germany. Like this. There are whole large parts of, of this of Europe that are not going to be touched by this. It's got nothing to do with the fans because if it was, it w- there would be a better spread. If it was to do with the football, I'll be compl- I'll, I'll be honest. Spurs wouldn't be in there now. Spurs are definitely right. not the top twelve right. side there's, in Europe now. There's nothing there's, from the northeast either. So I'm, yeah, I'm nothing from the northeast, there. which is like a historical home of football. You know, they could have brought Huddersfield. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think they, but while like, we add it, they should bring the two Glasgow teams in. Come on, man. Exactly. Yeah, Celtic so one European <laughs> cup. You know, and um, the 
I think there's it, it's if it was about history, there would be clubs like Benfica, clubs like Celtic, clubs, and Eggs. the only thing it is about is money. When you get right to it, it's just a money grabbing scheme. It's just it's selfish, it's short sighted. It's nothing. It's not what football was. Football was about clubs being able to go up and down the pyramid. I think that's the thing we forget. Like the 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 kind of the the awesome stories, guys like Hull City or whatever, who've climbed up the league pyramid and had a couple of days in the sunshine of the Premier League. And then they've gone down and getting relegated is also part of the game. Like, you don't like yeah. it. It's horrible when it happens. But it's a reality of the game. And it's what makes the game so easy to be emotional about. You know, you watch, mm. like, American sports. You watch that franchise sports. Like, even when you lose, no one cares. It's like, oh, we'll do it next year. We'll try it next year. There needs to be a possibility of there not being a next year. Like, Newcastle this season, part of the reason why Nick is going bald is because there was a possibility that they get relegated. Wait, just hang on, hang on, hang on. I feel like this is like breaking news. Has anyone even told you that? Because I feel like the song, he's just come out here and he said it. It's just breaking news to Nick as well. It's because he's in Super League now. He can now feel the comments around now. It's a touchy subject for me, guys. Hey, you're hitting a nerve there. It is a difficult one. It is a difficult one. Because going bald is a bit like going crazy because you won't know until someone tells you, bro. Like, yeah, you listen, if you you see my dad, so I, I, I'm going only one way I feel like yesterday was a rough day on the show, just talking about the Super League, and now you've told the man he's losing his head, Matt. I, <laughs> I didn't mean to pour it on, but I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like the, the emotion, the, the potential for failure is a is a big reason why success feels so good, you know. Yeah. And if I think if if you start, they create this closed bubble of football, and if you start to win, I just don't think it'll feel as as real as 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 victories do now. Like when teams win the Champions League, look, quite, quite recently, Porto won the Champions League. I mean, it was, un, it was unexpected. It was, no one thought that was going to happen and they pulled it off. And can you imagine that emotion? And for that to never happen again, for it to be closed off to a small number of teams and, you know, yeah, great. Spurs get to be in there and we can kind of thank our lucky stars that we bought our way in and we, were, we got a deal maker in, on, in Daniel Levy there who's able to be the part of all of these clubs. But, Long term, it's not going to feel the same. And I'm severely the last like day. I've fallen out of love with my club. It's it's the weirdest thing. I've I've sat through terrible football. Spurs have played badly and and given away things and done stuff that's stupid on the field. And you stick with them because it's your team, you know. And and that that connection is there. And you know whatever's going on on the field, everyone's there for the same reason for that love of the club. And in this decision, it just feels like actually they're just there to make money off of this thing that we love. And it's. Yeah. It's not like they're going to make loads of money and then somehow make everything else better. It's completely closed off. They're not going to pump it down into the leagues, into community football. It's just, it all feels so vacuous and sad. It's a, it's a, it's a crazy consideration, man. Like, even when you mentioned that uh, Porto actually winning the Champions League, the manager that was there was a Mourinho who's now being sacked by uh, Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Like, in the in the same time span as this yeah. um, news has been you know, released, that's quite, it's quite... Have you guys dug into that or considered what the, the, the background to that decision was? So a lot of what I've read is that he did go in and, and didn't want to, you know, made his feelings known about this Super League. I saw reports, I don't know if it was true or not, that he was refusing to take the players out for training and saying, yeah, like, if this is a decision too. of the club, then he's not doing it. He's not being a part of it. He'll take his ball and go home. 
Um, and then Daniel Levy being Daniel Levy, let him go. And then came up with this weird statement about it being about the football, which we all know is completely untrue. If you were going to fire Mourinho for the football, it would have been after the Zagreb game or after we got knocked out of the FA Cup or after the second draw at Newcastle. I think it, it, there were so many more legitimate footballing points where we could have given up. Mm. To do it six days before a cup final, mm. happening to be on the morning of the announcement of the Super League, there's no way that it had anything to do with football. And that's mm. also something that really annoys me about this, about what it's done to Spurs. Because Tottenham, we've, we've made bad decisions in the past in selecting managers, don't get me wrong. You know, there's been some weird guys who've, you know, Jack Santini, that I can remember just off the top of my head, like, what was that all about? But it's always been for bad decisions, but hopefully with the right reasons. Whereas this time around, I feel like we've, we've pulled the trigger at exactly the wrong time with Mourinho. Not that he was necessarily doing a great job, but the timing's terrible. But he wasn't doing the worst job either. I mean, five points yeah. drift to top four. Yeah, you're going to be critical. Yeah, sure. Six days away from possibly winning silverware that yeah, you guys exactly, haven't won for. Yeah. Yeah, for, for exactly. Four, like, it's, years, yeah. it's, the timing is so weird. Like, it, it, if what he'd lost the final, different story. If we'd not made top four and lost the final... You know, but like I said, there were different points in the season where it would have made sense to sack him if it was about football. And it's clearly not about football, just like the Super League is not about football. And that's, that's the bit. And it's like decision after decision like that. Talk today in this, this interview with the Perez dude. And I don't know how much of it is true and how many of the quotes I'm seeing are just made up because some of them sound like this, they must be made this up. Perez dude. Yeah, some, no, some, of them, some of them are made up. No, some of them are made up. He, he can't say they must be fake. He can't be saying stuff like, like the one I saw about him saying football, the, the game needs to maybe be shorter than 90 minutes. That can't be real. You can't be telling me someone who. You like, know, like, if, if, if you... But look, I mean, for me, this whole Super League, I'll say for start there is that it, it just shows... Um, I think for Claudio, for one, it's also an eye-opener with the family club. No, 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 no. No, 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 um, I think people are people are under the, the, the. I mean, if you look at football, and it's going to, and it is. Let me just say, it is that it's 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 a business, you know. Um, but I think people are under that the impression that you know the owners um, are are the same, or the will have the same view as as the fans, and they you know there's some to what degree you know they care about them. But it's not about that. I mean, these guys they buy the clubs, and 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 the potential for them to there's a potential for them to. To get more money, and that's why they are putting their money in there. You're getting people like LeBron's also now, um, also in Liverpool. I mean, you've, you've heard all these stories like Jay Z, um, also as well trying to uh, 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 get stakes in some Premier League teams. But for me, I, I, like even when I heard the news, it's, I mean, I was like I, my dad a um, couple of years back. Um, he, he he asked me the question: Why don't they just make another? Why why can't people play another form of soccer? And I said, What they why can't? Uh, I mean, they, I mean they can. Everybody's like, Yeah, why, why don't why don't people just make another FIFA or something and uh, another form of FIFA and just start another sort of league? You know, try and make it more entertaining to the fans. And 
I was like, that that's kind of like a crazy idea. I don't think it'll go through. But then next, lo, lo, um, ha, a couple of years later. Your dad was the, he is a prophet, it, it, my man. Nah, he was just, oh, he, he, he just asked the question. Then, he knew then, this guy from a couple of years back. And if you look, and you look at it, and if you look at it, um, then a couple of years later, I saw, we saw the, the IPL, uh, the cricket league come up, you know, it's yeah. cricket. And then you get the, and, and what was, what's the IPL? Is it about cricket? No. And then they were going to, they were going to do a, re, there was a rebel league that happened that was started um, before the IPL, right? Um, in yes. India. And then what then happened was the IPL became a league, a league that was recognized by the ICC. And now yeah. even the associations. <laughs> um, so yes. like, for instance, like Cricket South Africa gets 10% of whatever Rabada makes in the IPL. Every South African player, every international mm-hmm. player, their, their, their salary, 10% goes back to their, 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 their home um, cricket board. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah, a similar concept but, where it's all about but money. But you see, Yes, but, but also that... the difference—the difference with the cricket example—it's the same thing that happened when they invented one-day cricket back in the seventies or whatever. Yeah. It's actually a new format of the game, and they needed to yes. find a vehicle for that format. So they had Test cricket, they invented one-day cricket, they had that Rebel League that started back then that mm-hmm. legitimized the format. And with the IPL was a way of leg- legitimizing the the T Twenty format, yes. which is yeah. different because it's not the same as what's happening here because true, it's. True. It's what here. What they're doing is they're fundamentally under undermining the concept of of association football with the pyramid yeah. scheme, where teams can go up and down. And teams have. You go look at the mm. founding members of the, the the league structure in England. The founding members of the FA, and there's teams like Bolton Wanderers in there, and Accrington Stanley and stuff. And those teams, some of them like Everton, are still right at the top of the game, and some of them have fallen away completely and have, haven't been in the top division for like forty years or whatever. And I think that's the 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 core value of football is that it's always been the the idea that a single team can have a great season and rewrite the history books in their favor they can win a cup they can get promotion yeah. they can and and what this does that's so different from from what football does it makes it a closed shop and over you know for now it feels weird but over the course of 20 years what it will do is create a distinct and very separate and closed forum for elite football and clubs like Everton and and Leicester will consistently lose players they'll become feeder clubs if you look at the sporting structure in the United States where they've got this franchise system. If you don't live in a city that has a franchise side there, you don't get to watch elite sport because Mm. all the clubs around you are just feeder clubs to wherever the nearest franchise is. And that's not what football is meant to be. That's not what I want it to be. I don't want a Tottenham. I don't want Tottenham to do well because they're trapped in this thing. And every 20 years or so they might win something because they get lucky that season or whatever. I want Tottenham to do well, but over time, having a great season, getting to the top, winning a cup, winning the league or whatever. And if over time they also go down, I won't like it. I won't enjoy it. But that's what football is. That's what it's always meant to be. And this is what's, this is what's breaking the model for me. It's not, it's not the the comparisons that people have made with the IPL and stuff aren't quite the same. And and I think there's a risk of doing that because then people might think, well, if the IPL ended up being pretty good, so maybe we shouldn't worry about this, but it's really not the same. You can't, you can't compare, you you can't compare um, sports where, um, it's quite limited, you know what I mean? Um, and also, yeah. um, international cricket is the pinnacle of the sport. Um, it's not, it's not club, it's not club cricket, you know what I mean? So, so yeah. you can't look at it in that, in that, in that, in that sense, you know. And this is, and this is, as you said, it's an addition to what's already existing. It's not replacing mm-hmm. Test cricket completely. Yes, Test cricket has fallen away, but now football, football, it's club football. Club football is the pinnacle. That, that is what we watch. 
um, on a day-to-day basis and watch a World Cup every four years and a European Championship every four years, African Cup Nations every every whatever years, you know what I mean? But the club yeah. football is the mainstay. It's what brings in the most money and is what keeps us um, entertained. And and it's not it's not it's not it's not the right way now to be obviously changing things around like this. You know, I understand sometimes you have to change things around and change formats and you know change things. You know, change. You know, the the, the first European Cup had sixteen teams. You know, one team from each country. Then it then it evolved over time. You know, what I mean, and then we got to a Champions League where it was thirty two teams, four uh, uh, what's this, eight groups of four. You know, we we evolving, evolving, and then now let's evolve again, but not into a Super League. I was actually even thinking now. Like they could have actually had a, like a a super league. Let's say, for instance, I don't know, get two months out of the year, for instance. Yeah. Um, the somehow fit, get get two months somewhere in the year mm-hmm. somehow and have a super league playing in those two months somehow. It could just. Somehow. But that's what they proposed. Really? That's what they. Pro- they yeah, but that, and that's. Yeah, and that's what they proposed with the intercontinental friendly cups. You know, and again, it was a concept derived from an American agency. And that's what they're pushing from the revenue perspective again, yeah. moving the sport into a sort of global aspect. Now, I mean, you guys know my thoughts from in terms of times are changing, moving forward, being at the forefront of innovation. And it's somewhat this ticks off that box, right? The issue again to what Nick was, uh, Matt, uh, sorry, Matt Mason, Matt Mason was saying <laughs> over there was, was the fact that, and, and, and the issue that we have as football fans, I think football fans generally, we relate to the teams because of what they are. Now, Wonga's already having a go at the family club sort of analogy. That's the biggest issue right now that we are facing as Liverpool fans because you've got the collision of old money versus new money. You know, the, mm. the, the oligarchs coming in and the, the kings and princes or whatever coming in with the traditional heritage of the likes of Liverpool and a Man United who are somewhat are colluding in this sort of scenario, which makes it even more like unbearable, the fact that we're meant to be rivals and yet... The owners on the same WhatsApp group going, cool, we're going to juke the system and, you know, and take advantage of the scenario. I mean, what this also highlights for me, and again, I mentioned it yesterday, just in case you guys didn't know where I stood with all of this. I was playing devil's advocate for good reason, but obviously we do know this is a closed circle where the rich get richer and the difference is they invite themselves and they are skipping the bureaucracy and that's the issue. Okay, that's the big issue here. The way in which things were run, haven't been run smoothly. The ambiguity in all these decision-making, no, in all of this, has allowed for this to happen. You know, we talk about financial fair play. We talk about all of this sort of, you know, scenarios where teams need to level out. At the end of the day, yeah, the rich get richer. And even in this permits, in the current scheme that we are facing now, external money coming in, you know, and the other guys winning, you win, you get more money. And if we got to really dissect the American model, in terms of how they do it, yeah, sure, the competition, the whole not relegation thing is the issue. You've got to earn your place, right? That, that's the bottom line. Yeah. You've got to do that. But at the end of the day, the things like salary caps, the things like uh, managing fees and, you know, to some, some degree, it does make no. the competition, it does make the competition somewhat competitive because if you've got better players that you can then manage, you know, one, the Milwaukee Bush Buck or the, the, the Milwaukee Bucks started a new side. They've got Giannis from Greece, who's their, their star man. He wins the MVP award. All of a sudden, they're competing for the NBA. That's unheard of. Imagine, imagine, imagine West Brom were given, obviously, this is what I'm saying. That this is never going to happen for West Brom. But say the construct was slightly altered where you could have the scenario that it was based mm-hmm. on merit and performance. All of a sudden, you've got a West Brom that can compete because of how the money is divided. 
But you see, the the problem is that in it, they're doing lip service to these things to try and justify what they're doing. So like the salary cap example, they're saying it caps at 55% of revenue, da, 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 da. But then they're pumping 3.5 billion straight into the coffers of every club. So they're already going to be able to like triple their current salary packets anyway. So what I'm saying is what they've done, which is they've undermined the core, and I'll use a term from my own world, that mental model of what football is, right? And they've, no, I agree with you completely. There needs to be changes to the footballing structure. I think financial fair play has been a complete disaster. It hasn't been workable. The few occasions where they've been pushed to try and implement it, they always step back from the the precipice and don't enforce it in any meaningful way. But what they've always kept, the important part of what we've got from football is that pyramid structure, the chance for a West Brom to go all the way. And recent memory, teams like Portsmouth have won the FA Cup. Teams like Porto have won the Champions League. Teams like Leipzig have gone almost all the way in these competitions. There are teams who are doing exactly what the Milwaukee Bucks were doing in the traditional footballing way. The difference is with this structure is that they're saying they're protecting football and they're representing the fans and they're going to do away with all of this terrible administration. But they're replacing what we love about the game with what they're calling efficient administration, which we actually haven't seen in practice. It's all the same dudes. They've just doing it the worst. All the same guys. They were in charge of UEFA. They were in charge of the ECC. They've just left there and gone here. Why are we assuming they're suddenly going to be better? Because they've because they've got never be better. No, they've just got new business cards. It's the same dudes. Like I don't see them doing a much better job. What they'll do is after a couple of years, when they realize they've spent that three point five billion, they'll up the salary cap from fifty five to sixty five percent and carry on doing what every other club has been doing the whole time. And I just don't see it actually solving the problems it sets out to do, but rather undermining a whole load of other really important tenets of football support and footballing life. And I think there's, there's so much more bad that outweigh any potential good they're going to bring with this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, first I think- and foremost, I just want to just, sorry, Musa, I just want to comment on this because sure. based, on, based on the reaction again, there's the assumption that I'm saying that this proposal is the right sort of proposal based on how these plans, the current plans that have been leaked, we know it's a farce. It's a complete farce mm-hmm. because again, hence the term, the rich get richer. It's one of those sort of scenarios. But the construct, instead of going, because the current, the current, you talk about the underdog making it all the way to the end, right? How often do we see that? At the end of the day, it's still one, there's a possibility yeah. of it, but it's still very rare. And it's rare because of how the system has been exploited exploited that has been allowed sorry not just exploited it has been allowed to be exploited and now it's gotten to the point where everyone's going no this is enough this is too much exploitation no 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 you allow this to happen you've actually you've increased the product of your own sort of personal gain because of it and now you're drawing the line because now it's not good enough that's that's the hypocrisy of it all and from my perspective i do think there is merit in sort of the understanding of the clubs taking the autonomy the issue with all of this is the fact that it was six guys who made the decision who didn't communicate with any, anybody, and that's the problem, the transparency. I mean, the fact that Jürgen Klopp last night, and I'm going to be honest, I spoke about this yesterday. Yesterday, and Darren, sorry, you were meant to be on the show today. Sorry you're not here, because um, I watched, I think, three minutes of that Liverpool game. I had it on in front of me, and I just couldn't be bothered, because I was like, three minutes, where does this leave me? Like, what, do yeah. they qualify for Champions League? Does it mean anything? Like, what are the, and, and the worst part is Jürgen Klopp mm-hmm. walks into the change room, and they're the shirts the shirt, that Leeds have decided to hang Leeds for them. Have put there, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that for Leeds. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. The players weren't informed. Jurgen Klopp wasn't informed. He heard the same way as in which we heard. He steps yeah. out and now everyone has a go at him. 
He's come out oh, saying he's, uh, he was not in agreement of this. He, he was, they consulted with him and he said he wasn't in agreement with it and they've done it anyway. So it's one of those things where that's the issue with all of this. It hasn't been communicated. Say this whole scenario. So they had come to all the fans and they had said, we're proposing this, this sort of league. It will still work on merit base, but the clubs are going to earn the leagues because they can, because they should probably do it because they're the key assets in, in, in the league itself. They don't really need to play by other people's rules at the end of the day. And would there be more buy-in if fans could get X amount of it? Because at the end of the day, the clubs need to be profitable. Right now, in order to run a successful sort of way, right now they run, they break even. And if they're lucky if they break even because of how the sort of system's been exploited, overspending on transfer fees, etc. If you're looking at these top 12 clubs that have been included in the Super League, you've only got two of them that were breaking even. And that was, and that was in 2019. That was Liverpool and Atletico Madrid. The others weren't. Their wage bills were outweighing the rest of the thing. So that's where this kind of needs to be readdressed. And again, the issue is they've taken advantage. It's the timing, COVID, et cetera, et cetera. Sorry, Morsi, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I just want to go back to uh, what you had mentioned earlier on, Matthew, about, um, oh, sorry, um, Mr. Mason. Right. About, you know, how, how uh, some of the comments that are coming from Perez seem outlandish and wild. And then we, we went over to then contrast the, 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 the realities that have played out with IPL. Potentially, those comments that did come from Perez about shortening the game, changing the format, changing out the speed is a reality that they could look to actually employ now with the Super League that they can create because they do have the final say in terms of how to run and how to operate. And in that IPL scenario, it sounds like a, a, if they were to try and do it, it would be a perfect opportunity to try and uh, change the construct of the football that we love at the same time. Maybe they could innovate in that way. I'm not a fan of it, but potentially there is a room for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm also myself, I, I... Like I'm just, I can't lie to you. I'm just keen to see what this thing will do. Um, it's we'll see you speculating and whatnot, and then we'll see how it rolls out. I mean, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, look, I can see many guys are jumping in and saying they're not going to allow it to happen. But um, like I said, I think the reality is, and it's kicked into everyone, um, is that the owners or the owners, you know, and the way they're moving. I'm pretty sure they're moving because they they pretty much know how much how much right they have. What they can do with their clubs that they own, and I think that kind of um, obviously the clubs have been. I mean, it started. Um, I mean, the clubs in England. I'm speaking of. They started um, back with the guys who were working the ground. I mean, at the land, you know, um, normal doctors and all that who started the clubs, and and now they they're coming in, and guys from other countries are coming in there and taking the the clubs away from them. But now it's a it's reality is that they they literally have. No, this is not their club. It's it's in the yeah, it's in your backyard, but it's not owned by you. Um, you've got no say over it. They don't care about you. Um, and I think that's just the reality that everyone uh, is is struggling to face now. But that's mm-hmm. that's the point. Is it? It should never have gotten to that point. You know, football yeah, is true. nothing without the fans. If if we weren't standing there watching them every week, what would they be doing it for? And I think the the thing here that's that's really like frustrating is that they say they're fixing the problems of the past. They say they're going to try save football and whatever. The truth is they were the same guys who broke the past system. They were the same dudes, mm-hmm. Manchester city, Chelsea, Real Madrid have all been in trouble for financial fair play in the last few years. Atletico Madrid had that ban. 
for for tra- that transfer ban for like two seasons in place. These are the exact guys who were falling foul of the rules that had been created to try and save the game. Not that they were implemented mm-hmm. very well or whatever or enforced properly, but these are the exact same people who broke those first rules. And now because they're not happy with the structure of the Champions League, and they're not, let's not be honest here, Champions League is not a charity. They do quite a lot of bad mm. stuff. You know, the UEFA as a yes. whole is, is making a lot of bad decisions. But at the same mm. time, but the guys yeah, who are the, doing, the, the, the problem they're solving for themselves is not the problem we're complaining about as fans. When we get upset mm. with UEFA and with our league structures, we get upset because it's, it's unfair the way that the, the wealth skews the football. Clubs like Newcastle can't compete because they don't have the wealth of a club like Man United, which doesn't seem fair because they've got so many fans and they've got such history and such a big club. They're not fixing that problem with this. They're creating a whole host of other problems to solve they're problems that the, only they felt. They're making the problem worse. Exactly. Mm. And for a problem that only they as owners felt. They felt like they didn't have enough control over the competitions they were in. So now they've created another one. That's not a problem we felt. I never felt upset that Tottenham didn't have a bigger say at UEFA. It's never affected me not once in my life. But mm. what the, will affect me now is the changed way that I'm going to have to watch Tottenham play football. Especially if they end up getting kicked out of every other competition. I'm forced to sit bottom of the league in the Super League. You think Tottenham's going to do well in that competition? The only team we're going to beat is Arsenal. I was about to say, yeah, you've got Arsenal to comfort that landing for you. Well, you were there as well. I think maybe North London Derby, man. Yeah, if the million pounds comes in, we'll only be there's only going to be what a couple of derbies. I suppose there's the Milan derby, the Manchester derby, and the three London derbies will will be in this competition. And there's and then a Madrid derby, yeah. But I mean, it robs. It robs. There'll be no Merseyside derby. They'll, like Liverpool could be in a True. situation where they end up never playing Everton again for, in league competition, which is just Imagine. stupid. Like yeah. it's. I don't it? know. The whole thing just feels dumb. But the idea is not to move away from the league. If I'm, if I'm, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but you think they're not going to get kicked out of the league if they carry on this way? But can the league? Can they kick them out? Well, they've already yes, come together. So the, the fourteen clubs, the the, the Premier League have called in. Yeah, they've already come in and they've said no. They're not going to let it happen. The fourteen clubs, they've. Banding together as they would. Um, so it's, it's for me, out of all of this, I think it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. And again, I spoke about it being a bluff yesterday, seeing if they could get more out of the UEFA deal that's currently being yeah. negotiated. Maybe that's a possible situation. But there's also now claims that one of the big six club board members are being defiant. And they want to they split saying they weren't in agreement with how this proposal has been handled. So, so yeah. that's also an interesting thing. So if they start cracking internally, how long will this realistically last? So that's the thing. Like, I suppose the, the question is for everyone here is whether or not this does go through. Man, what's the feeling? No, no I, I, don't, don't, don't I don't think through. it'll go through now. Yeah. But I think no, the future think definitely it, at some point. I think there'll be a compromise somewhere because even the UEFA president... Um, he's, he's, his tone has changed. Yesterday, he was like, these guys would need to get kicked out. You know what I mean? We'll never allow this to happen. And then today, his views are... Uh, oh, look, you see, breaking news. Chelsea are to leave Super League as soon as possible. And we're just talking about that split. What if he means they've invented relegation just for you guys? We don't know you the do details. Know, but you do know that no, doesn't expel you from being involved. You do know that. It just means you were cowardly yeah. not following through. That's all it means, yeah, pretty much. No, <laughs> potentially, the way it was pitched to us was that, you know, there is a potential avenue of getting television rights which are attractive enough, which we couldn't miss out on. 
And that's probably why we went for it. Yeah. But the outrage from the fans and the outrage from everybody, football purists, it's just, it's good that our management has actually taken a step back, said they're wrong, and making the, the step back to, to normal, normality. And it's great, man. Fuck yeah, let me go get my Chelsea shirt. Now I can fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if one club does it, there'll be more to follow. I really hope. Yeah, really hope it's a bit yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. But I just don't know. Daniel Levy, I just don't know. I've got a feeling he could end up, he could be the Bond villain in all of this, sitting there stroking his cat, you know? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> he doesn't look the part for nothing. Let's leave it like that. Yeah. Uh, Super League guys can go enjoy that Super League guys. Uh, go enjoy. I'll be back here in uh, London just doing our thing, you know? No, no. But you know what they're about. probably That's saying true. now? The, the other 11 teams are probably just like, well, we'll find somebody else. Um, That's fine. Yeah. It's okay. We've got two more from London. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, you might have a chance. Maybe, maybe, we, maybe we can take it over there. We've got a chance. Oh, I yes, boy. I'll be livid, but I'll, I'll be highly complimented if we do yeah, so, hey, yeah, Nick, Nick, what if we invite Nick, what if we invite you and, and we say on condition that the, that, that the Saudis join? Listen, it's a big catch-22 for me because I wouldn't have dreamed to play Real Madrid or Barcelona in my lifetime <laughs> since I watched him like 20 years ago. So, catch-22. But I think for the for the sake of football, I say no. Gents, you must see the face. So, so it says it says Chelsea preparing to withdraw from the Super League. <laughs> and the picture yeah, that they put up there is, is um, Peter Cech's face being swarmed by all these people. And he's like... I was about to say I was about to say who would have released that statement would have would it have been a guy like Peter Cech uh, because he is sort of a spokesman oh, for the team. Yeah, uh, him, 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 probably him or Marina Marina, Marina whatever yeah. <laughs> Yes, um, yeah, that's I, okay. Hey, Claudia, Claudia, I'm actually. Can I tell you something, Claudia? It's quite refreshing to hear you speak today because I was. I actually left the conversation slightly annoyed man, with you last man, night. Man, man City, Man City, City, man, man City also are pulling out apparently. Yes, boy. <laughs> man City, So can I just say something? Can I just say something? This this has been. No. Man City have been... out. Man City have. Yeah, <laughs> So now what? Yeah. So, so, so this is are... in a predicament in room in room with six other men, but cause one left the room and walked past you. Said he's okay. Look, he gets spots coming. There, please get it up there. 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 Think about it, Wonga. Think about it. When was the last time Spurs and Arsenal stayed in a competition longer than City and Chelsea? Chelsea. Oh my God. Oh man. So now it really reveals like the, the remaining teams are the teams that are actually like... No, that's uh, some bullshit. You know what? It's all, all the same. No, no, Claudio, Claudio, Claudio. Listen. Listen, me, you know what? They're going to call me, the Super League me, soon. They're going to call me, it the family tournament. The family Claudio, me, me, you and Wanga, we have the same thing in common, the three of us. We are owned by Americans that own franchises in America. Yeah. Oh, those guys were those guys were having meetings somewhere. They're probably in Tampa Bay there in America. And oh, yeah, we need to do this like how we did with the LA Rams. <laughs> oh, we need to do this how we did with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Or, you know, uh, Boston Red Sox. Yeah. These and boys. Cronky is having an absolute shit fit now because he saw flipping dollar signs. 
when he, he was also, entered into this league. Yeah. And he obviously, they, they yeah. don't deserve to be there over the last couple of years. Like, let's be fair. We mm. all know that. So, he, I mean, he got a, he got a, a, green, a green card for, for, for lack of better words, straight into that, into that tournament, which was... And, can you imagine? Yeah. That, that, that shines a light on so many conversations that must be going on behind <laughs> yeah. the scenes. After, right like, Arteta right. walks in after another <laughs> loss and he's like... Look, guys, I don't know if we're going to get European football. And Krunk is like, don't worry, mate. I'll do that for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on something. Yeah, I'm working on something. I was, yeah. even, I was even thinking, like, uh, I even chuckled at myself. I was like, um, that promise that Arteta made William, maybe it's going to come to pass. Maybe this was his plan the whole time. I was like, oh, this is the process we're waiting for. Three years. I'll get like three but, years to win something. Yeah, but, yeah, but I think... Um, yo, I forgot what I was gonna say now. Um, I know you guys care enough. What I was gonna say now, but this is where I'm confused. You're getting so excited about this, but all yeah, this like, is, all this is, is it's a bunch of guys that were caught. There were group, group people getting caught, they've yeah. got them to turn on each other now because you guys have left first, you're seeming less guilty, and one of us is gonna get the, the get the chair, the life sentence. That's yeah, kind of what that is. And, look at, and if, and I assume now, if this falls apart, if, if this falls apart, Spurs will also pull out. And that won't make me feel any better about how things went down over the last two days. I'm not going to suddenly be like, oh, awesome, everything's back to normal. Like, yeah. what, what these clubs have done, what the, the ownership have done, is they fundamentally changed the way we're going to view them going forward. And they're going to come no. back with some other version of this deal. Some other version mm. of this nonsense is going to come back. What they're going to do is say to themselves, okay, we really screwed the pooch on this one in terms of rolling it out. Next time, we need to do a soft launch. We need to get people on side, get some players yeah, endorsing yeah. it first. Yeah. And then they're going to... That's what they should have done. <laughs> they should have done that. Why? That's the only way they should have done that. They shouldn't be no, mentioning with the structure of football. But I'm just saying. But, 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 I'm just but, saying. but, you, guys, but you guys remember with Project Big Picture. Don't forget also those Project exactly. Big Picture. Exactly. That, that was the start thing. of this nonsense. Yeah, that was the same thing. Guys, that wasn't even the start. This has been going for, like I said, the last so, yeah. four years. Four years, yeah, four years. But I'm saying, but, uh, you see was that as well. Do you see now? Don't you think now, after this happening, um, surely even, um, I mean, if you saw even uh, Tony it was it was a player who lost his, his mind as well. Um, I think, uh, don't you see yes. them also now? Don't you don't you see them maybe now putting rules on ownership in terms of ownership on the clubs? If they can, they're allowed to. But again, they've, they've tried that happens. in the past as well. It, it, it never works. It, it's, it's, it's the same problem that the, 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 the challenge is that the guys making the rules are the same dudes who are coming up with all this nonsense. They've already got so much sway. They've already got so much influence, so much clout, political, economic. Like they, mm. They've got so much sway. They've got such an ability. They can, they'll, they'll walk back this decision and they'll say, oh, we've been listening to the fans. We don't want to... We would never want to alienate our fan base. The community is yeah. important to us. But in behind closed doors, they're like, shit, man, these, you know, these 100,000 people who live within walking distance of the stadium are holding us back from the billions who want to watch us around the world. And that's what they see. They see this thing they've got as a vehicle of global expansion yeah. and not and, and, as what we see it, which is a, a local football club that represents our kind of aspiration stuff. So some, some version of this is going to come back. Some, they're gonna and, and it's yeah. it's changed no, the angle of, of, of how I so it certainly changed how I see Spurs and how I see Daniel Levy and yeah. his decision making in relation to my club and that's not going to change even if we pull well, out listen, of this the, 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 the firing, the firing so, yeah the big Go question ahead, is you know they had the re reformed they obviously launched that yesterday the reformed Champions League and how they want to operate wow that. Barcelona uh, out 
Barcelona. Everybody's out. Where are you seeing this? Where are you seeing this? Barcelona's out. Barcelona's out as well. Everyone's leaving the WhatsApp group. Everyone's leaving the WhatsApp group now. That's crazy. Chelsea left. Chelsea left. If you look at that that plan for the reformed uh, UEFA Champions League, Uh, (laughs) it's pretty much, much, we had said it, Claudio, last night, it's pretty much the same sort of format, but UEFA still obviously get all the money or most of the money. Um, You know, The concept still is that teams are automatically placed into a tournament, um, mm-hmm. but there is more of a chance for teams to get in. So I don't know. Would you be comfortable if you're the owner of Liverpool going with that um, that proposal, or would you still be pushing your own? Well, I think financially you would obviously want to push oh, your own. Can, can, I, can I say base... sorry, sorry, guys? Because I'm just giving you breaking news. This has been mental. Oh, <laughs> Barca, Barca, Barca is saying the Barca president saying he will not accept this uh, uh, the Super League unless the members of the club have put it to a vote and accepted it. So he's basically wow. saying that I'm not going in until the members of Barcelona vote on it. And you know the members, right. of the, members of Barcelona includes the includes the That's right. um, the Catalan players like Messi and them yeah. and yes. the guys from the development and all those other people like um, Pep Guardiola. Carlos, all these other guys, everyone, and people That's who just live in the city, so they're going well, to vote. In. I think That's on that right. point, on that point, let's let's put hit the, the the sort of hammer on the head there with the family at, club at, sort at, of notion. Atleti as well, Atleti's out now as well. They are gone. That thing is gone. Actually, let's leave it at, at, at Arsenal, Tottenham, Man United, and Liverpool in the Super League. You guys can fuck off as well into your Super League. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> You, again, you're giving you're giving so much stick here. For the, like again, uh, who who's the captain who's set up a meeting tomorrow for all the captains to get a, get get together and align on a sort of concert? It's Jordan Henderson's done. One. But that doesn't <laughs> Like and the way I feel about this for Chelsea as a Chelsea fan is, you know, I I can um, uh, open my consideration up to the fact that you know. There has to be a different format which is figured out going forward. That's fine. Yeah. But um, in this sense, I feel as if this Super League was pitched to them as saying, take it or leave it. There's already these 12, 10 other teams. They probably gave uh, Chelsea and Man City the same offer. There's already these 10 other teams. They've all signed up and agreed to it. Take it or leave it. Football's moving in this direction or you yeah. leave it. And that's why I feel my management was like, okay, fine. We have to kind of... ‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫‫
it's not necessarily them saying they wanted it to be in this form. But no, so 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 yeah, so you yeah, saying that. Choice. So how how can how can Liverpool not say that then? You know, oh, like you guys, no, 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 no. Look, you I'm not. I'm not the first three to sign up. This, this, sort of this whole this whole thing is actually ridiculous. The fact that you're defending your club in this whole scenario is actually ridiculous because yeah. I've got nothing to defend. The fact that Liverpool were involved in the nothing. conversation, I think, I think that is necessary because yeah, if nothing. if there is sort of there is sort of innovation that's meant to be happening, you want to be involved in the sort of dis- discussion. They made the decision to go through with it, and that's ultimately where they're going to get. The, the fallout and I think that's where I want to reel this in with what Matt was saying I mean fans now at this point where there is there is no point of return we're not going to forget about this Liverpool fans aren't going to go back to their day today going oh yeah we're happy with what's what's happened here because let's also not forget to the beginning of lockdown SV, um, SVG uh, FSG sorry made the decision to also do furlough which is also something Daniel Levy did and then they yeah. retracted their statement yeah. immediately so they have been yeah. now been found wanting on more than one occasion. So what happens? And this is a question actually I want to ask Nick because Nick's hands has been t- – he's experienced this for a long, long time, not having any control of the, the club and seeing it being taken out of their hands, the fans. The Newcastle fans know this more than most. So what happens now to these sort of owners and how does everything move forward? Because now most are celebrating like things are going to go back to normal. At the end of the day, maybe Abramovich isn't going anywhere because he knows too many people in England. But for the rest of them, the He's American owners. Really yeah, I mean, for me, you know, you've seen you, uh, Man United. It was quite, it was public, pu- publicized a few years back when there was your marches and your protests against them. But I mean, it's it's very hard to compare Newcastle and a Chelsea. You know, Chelsea are still going to compete for titles and top fours and 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 so forth. Where Newcastle, we're just trying to get into the top half, really. Um, but. You know, trying to get your club back is the most difficult thing. And we've been trying to do that for 10 years, more than that, 12 years. And right now, you know, as Matt was saying, the club, the club has betrayed, betrayed the fans. And you said you can't, you know, you can't forget that. And at the end of the day, you're going to have to, you're going to have to deal with that. It's, Roman Mabravich isn't going to sell Chelsea anytime soon. I mean, mm-hmm. your owners no. at, at Liverpool are going to... So, you know, there's going to be a sugar-coated uh, statement sent to the fans and they're going to try and, you know, hope that they forget about it by August and we start the league again. Um, but as you said, Claudio, you know, they're going to continue. These meetings are going to continue. Yeah. I have no doubt they're going to continue. Potentially, um, potentially your, your, your owners might get pushed out by, like, consortiums that come together and purchase it up. So Newcastle have a drive at the moment where they're trying to buy, the Newcastle Supporters Trust is trying to buy a percentage of the club. I don't know what their actual intention is, but they're trying to show that, you know, fan-owned clubs is a possibility. And if they can, so, I mean, I think the, the fans have to um, sign up to a direct debit of £8 a month. And if they can get X amount of fans, they'll get to a million are you, pounds, are you, are you Are you contributing? Uh, I've signed up. I haven't paid yet. I think the first payment goes off at the end of the month. So no, I, love I think it's love for six. It, it, I think it's for six months. I think it's for six months. But but you'll try putting put in some good words for us as well. <laughs> like, no, sorry, guys. Really, I, I like Scott's club. comment. Uh, everyone sees Scott's my, comment. He's like, Chelsea <laughs> that friend to agree to go out with you and then pull out. That's one hundred percent correct. I think it's, it's worse than that. 
they get mm-hmm. all the way there. They let you first order drinks, and then they're like, "Ah, oh, yeah. just remembered, guys. I'm gonna." I gotta go, guys. Eh? Yeah, I got it. I got this. Thing. <laughs> gotta go. When the bull arrives, they go to the toilet. Yeah, but they first <laughs> closed the place. They were first um, like, "No, we gotta go to this place. This place has the best sushi or whatever. Nobody else likes sushi, but we're gonna go where Mosa wants." Holy we shit! No, no, no. We were invited by by Liverpool, Man United, and uh, Arsenal to this fucking party. <laughs> and then we saw they don't have any vodka for us Russians at that party. We gotta leave the shit. <laughs> well, all I can say is tonight's game, tonight's game between Chelsea and Brighton. All I give a shit about is gonna be the post-match in, um, interview with Thomas Tuchel speaking about all of this. Like within a matter, he's also he's managed to avoid this whole sort of scenario. Plop had it yesterday. It was announced on the day he was playing. Yeah, he was shown, given all the fire, and now Tuchel's gonna no, be like, yeah, asked, yeah, I was part of the club. Good. Tuchel, Tuchel asked was asked. They, they asked him. They asked him. They asked him. He, 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 he said, 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 he <laughs> yeah. I want to see what uh, Matthew Mason says tomorrow when they play. Was it tomorrow? Or- <laughs> 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 uh, what they fuck up actually? They actually set the fuck up for Tottenham now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Tomorrow they're playing in the stadium. The thing is, and, and the thing is, <laughs> it, there there were so many points. It's like I said, there's, there's, it's bad decision after, and and the thing is. Tottenham made bad decisions in the past. Like, I've been a fan long enough to see us do it. The difference here is, I know we made a bad decision for bad reasons. That's the bit that upsets me. Like, in the past, when we've made mistakes, it's been because they were trying to do the right thing, but it didn't work. Here, they were trying to do something really bad, and it's blown up in their face. And it's like, what what did you think? How did you think this was going to go? Did you think all of us were going to turn around and go, thanks, Levy, this is exactly the club we wanted? Like, uh, and the thing is, if you must be having all, such all, a good time. All 12, all 12 clubs are meeting tonight to discuss disbanding the Super League. We are How done. Do you discuss disbanding something that doesn't We're exist. We are like, done from this thing. That's going to be the shortest Zoom hold. call in history. So we're done, right? Yeah. I agree we with Marcus. Read his comment. That's read his comment. Marcus's comment there. Jordan <laughs> but it's crazy now because I, I bet you Mourinho is probably watching this. He's just been given his paycheck. To say, he's got a glass of wine. He's, he's got a glass, got a glass of wine. Okay. okay, this is great. Uh, Daniel okay, Levy's so, gonna so, be like, like panic stroking that little cat of his, just like Doctor <laughs> Evil. Doctor Evil, but guys, okay, I feel like this this is appropriate now. So let's this this Mourinho sort of situation that's happened. Okay, say he sees out the week, he so wins a trophy now. We're gonna be done with Super League. Mourinho's done. Hey, this, if we if we keep on talking about it, we're still gonna be talking about it after it, it doesn't exist anymore. I think we can we can put a put a pin in the in the in the Super League. No, look, we, we're not done. Yeah. <laughs> it already doesn't. What's Moss is like? Moss is far too excited about this. I don't understand. <laughs> like, Yo, I'm so happy about this, man. Fuck, I'm so. Okay, happy but hang this. on, hang on, hang on. Just contain oh. yourself, because the question I want to ask, and we, I mean, this. The reason we're mentioning Mourinho here is because it falls part of the, the Super League discussion because, let's face it, it's one of the reasons why the man was let go. 
allegedly. So Mourinho now, there were comments coming out saying he's finished in the Premier League. If he had won this this cup for Spurs, I think to a certain extent it's still somewhat successful. Is this the last we see Mourinho representing a Premier League club? Yeah, he must he must go now. It's time. No, no, he's he's a free agent. Come, he must come he's home. A free agent. He must come home. Yeah. <laughs> you can't still ask him questions. <laughs> he must come home. <laughs> you saw that. You saw that tweet. The man loves yeah, the, the man loves Newcastle because of yeah. Bobby Robson. Bobby Robson yeah, saved everything. He struggles to win there every time he comes. Um, you know, if we do get new owners, potentially, there's a there's a court case that's going to sit, I think, in the next month with Mike Ashley's lawyers in the Premier League. Um, and from what I understand is the offer still on the table from the Saudis. So, you know, I would I would take him. I would take him in a heartbeat. <laughs> I like this comment, Marcus. Marcus. Tottenham <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can't leave. Levy needs the three million he has paid for you. But guys, also, Tottenham have the most debt, eh? Yeah, they have the most debt out of all these clubs, guys. So, so do, you, they, do, you think, do you think Levy did that? He, he sacked him. He said, I've got to pay 30 million to get rid of him. I know I'm going to get 300 million in August. So, exactly. when the Super starts, it's fine. Absolutely made it. So now, so now, so now he has to sell. So now he has to sell Harry Kane for 100, 120 million pounds. Yeah, That's brilliant as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think Mourinho is asking. Mourinho <laughs> But hang on, Scotty's uh, asking a question. Yeah. <laughs> they have a great relationship. Sixty-two appearances, right, sixty-two involvements in goals and assists. It's great, man. <laughs> Are we sure Mosta doesn't have the vodka in his room? I don't know what's going on. I'm so what. sorry, Matthew. I'm Actually, so we can't have this guy on the show if Chelsea do win something. Because if this is the it's going to be exhausting. It's going to be exhausting. No, no, they haven't no, even won no, anything okay. now. No, guys, they I think back a bad okay. decision, and he's I like, think, oh, I, I, don't, I don't mind. I don't mind giving. I don't mind giving him giving him the FA Cup. I don't mind giving him giving him that. But I, you have a Champions League, no ways, guys. You can't win that, guys. We need to make sure whatever, whatever you guys, if you guys pray, whatever you guys do to make yourself like get good luck coming your way, we need to do that to say that Mosa cannot win Champions League. But now it's even tricky. Like we're supposed to face Real Madrid, and Perez is the the president of Super League, so now what? <laughs> yeah, legit, Scott. I agree with Scott. Look, Spurs never, by any measure, Spurs did not deserve to be in the Super League. But it, it's, it was never a footballing decision. It was never a fan decision. It was purely money. Um, yeah. And, and you know, I know he's asked who we would want as the next manager. I honestly don't know. Um, I'm glad it's going to be Mason until the end of the season. He's, you know, he's a, he's a local boy. He's been with the club. But why, him why, and, didn't, him, Led, why didn't Ledley King get the job? Apparently, mm. so I understand Ledley, Ledley mm. didn't put himself forward. From what I've heard, Ledley wants to still spend some time. He's, he's only just been made kind of first-team coach. And he didn't, from what I've read, was he didn't put himself forward for this. And he wants to wait and, and kind of, because he doesn't want to leave Spurs either. So I think he doesn't want to get made first-team manager and then walk away at the end of the season and have to go find another job. I think it would be, I want King to, I want Ledley to eventually manage Spurs. He's the kind of guy, you look at what he did for us when he played for us, when he was on the field or when he was on the bench, the side were better. Like, the, he has such an influence on the team. And I want him to manage us one day. And I want it to be right. I don't want it to be a Lampard at Chelsea situation. 
Because unlike yeah. Mossa, our yeah. fans can't be fooled by just walking back a bad decision. Like, you know, we, we, we remember stuff. So, like, I, I, want, I want Ledley to be yeah, able really? to build his profile and manage us when he can be successful. So, I think Mason's the best guy for, for now. Just get us to the end of the season. It's not going to be a successful season. We're not going to be happy. There's going to be a lot to talk about at the end of the season. Yeah. We're probably going to lose Kane. But if we, I've heard talk of Nagelsmann, which would be really exciting. He's young. He's got a, a good reputation of, of growing young players. If I was Nagelsmann, would I go to Spurs though at the moment? Look no, at yeah, nobody. Even Marcus like, is talking about Poch going back. There's no chance that Poch is going to be. No, Poch is never coming back. Listen, guys, I spoke, to, I spoke to a Spurs fan who's working here in London somewhere in Joburg from the UK. And he had this whole, also, guys, SABC are outsourcing a whole bunch of British guys to come work here in Joburg to help build up SABC. It blew my mind. I was like, they, they fired half the people because they couldn't afford to pay them, but they brought a whole team of Brits over. Anyway, so I spoke to, to the boss of these Brits, and he was a Spurs fan, and he believes that. Potch will go back like Marcus, which again I'm in agreement with you, Mosa. But I think I think uh, Matt to, to ask the, the next question that Scott's saying here is: Do you think the club progressed uh, under Jose, or do you think they no. were further ahead? When so Potch I think there's in, there's there's individual players who definitely progressed. You can see the likes of Aurier, the likes of Ndombele, even to a large extent, Kane and and Son's games have evolved <laughs> and changed, and you can see individual players have grown in their game. As a club, I mean, come on, Pumlani, kick a man while he's down, man. Like, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> I don't want Rogers. I watched that We Are Liverpool documentary, and like, we've got enough embarrassing things going on at Spurs. I don't need that kind of noise, you know. So, but yeah, I, I think there's some individual players who progressed really well under Mourinho, and and even Kane has said in his statement, you know, thanks for all the the time, and and he's kind of seen his own game develop. But I think as a club, we've largely stayed where we were. We've not taken yeah. forward steps. I think we've not even hit the heights of the best of the Poch years. You look at sort of two, three years ago when we were really clicking and really firing under Poch when we had Ericsson and Ali doing all the things. Um, we haven't even hit those heights. So no, I don't, I, think, I don't think he's done a terrible job. I just, I think we expected more. I think we thought we were getting more than Mourinho. Um, and I think, so we, we've kind of stayed where we were it's sort of been a wasted season in, in, in many respects. And, and we're going to end up losing so much out of it. There's been such bad decision-making. I could see us realistically losing Kane and, and I'd have to wish him well. You know, if, if they come in and offer 150 million, 120 million, whatever it is that is the current ridiculous price tag, and he goes, could you really blame him at the moment for going to another club? I mean, can you imagine him at somewhere like Bayern? And I think it's, it's just, I don't know. It's all very sad. It's, I mean, luckily, I'm friends with Nick, so I get to have perspective on my problems. So it's not that bad. <laughs> Your problems but, are not. Your problems are, are But it's still, mind, it, it's still very sad, Nick. Yeah. But, but, I mean, that's a fair point, though, Matt. When we're looking at the Spurs' problems now, Daniel Levy has somewhat blackballed Spurs. I mean, what kind of elite manager are you going to be able to attract now, technically speaking? You're going to have to look at a, a Mason. You're going to have to look at a Ledley King. That's the likelihood of the next appointment. You're not going to... Yeah. And possibly, I think, you're going you know, to be punching above your weights if you attract the lights of uh, Nuno Espirito Santo from Wolves. Like, that's the yeah, sort of... That, we'll end up with someone like Lampard. We're going to get Lampard or Eddie Howe or someone like that. Or, would, or you take, would you take Lampard Rafa or Benitez? Would you take hey? Rafa Benitez? Would you take Rafa I think, it, I think so. I think the challenge with someone like Rafa is almost similar to the challenge that Mourinho had. Is that when we're not a side that defends well, and and Rafa builds sides around that solid at the back, building from the back kind of football. 
And we just don't play that way. And we've seen, we couldn't even do it for Mourinho. And that's his whole thing. His whole shtick is I won't concede goals. I can win games 1-0. And Spurs were like, I bet you can't. And, you know, we did it. So, <laughs> I think that's going to be the thing. I think we need a manager who's going to go out and... Oh, Scott, why you got to do this? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just got crazy. Out of all the things that have happened, out of all the things that have happened in the last 24 hours, throwing Tim Sherwood's name in there for the Spurs job guys, is the craziest you know thing I've ever The thing guys, is... Guys, 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 guys. Breaking news. Breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. Guys, guys, from our man on the ground. From, from, the guy, from the man on the ground. I'm right now in Chelsea. And this is the Chelsea fans. <laughs> this is the Chelsea fans' reaction um, outside, outside, outside the stadium. Because the they were at the stadium. They're protesting. Yeah. This is their reaction when they're looking at their phones and they're finding out that that the others listen. Isn't that just Mosa? Mosa, they go wild. They go wild. They jump up and down, and they're yeah. all happy now. They're all happy. Yeah, did you guys see the scenes actually as we were walking into the show? The scenes from Where's Chelsea. Guys are busy. <laughs> yeah, but the the fans are actually going crazy right out right outside Stamford Bridge, saying yeah. we don't see Chelsea, we don't recognize Chelsea chanting. Yeah, fuck, it must be a party there actually right now. Look, should be yeah, it's, it's like winning the event. Champions League for you guys, eh? Yeah, bro. That's still also in the pipeline. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, but I think, so, I mean, to get back to Scott's question, I think one of the one of the risks Spurs have now is that, that we the the sad part is we are going to be shopping in the the Sherwood Isle of man of the management store. Like, you know, it's, it's it's like realistically, Nagelsmann's going to look at us and think like, I'm not playing that game. That's just insane. He doesn't need to go there to build his net. We're going to be looking at managers who are either kind of past it and falling down and need somewhere to land or mm. managers who have got absolutely no name and need to try build something. So that's why I think it, it's, it, it might be better to hold on to if Mason can get us to the end of the season and show some progress, make us an attacking side again, maybe give him another season. Just see how's he going to do that though. Mason, come on but, now. Mason, Mason Mount's got the, he's been given this role because he's, he's got right. a little kid. <laughs> Sorry, they both so young. I couldn't tell the difference. I don't tell the difference. You got a kid running your club. We are all older than Ryan Mason. We are all older than Ryan Mason, guys. All of us. Yeah, but I mean, all he, all all he is, is he's a yes man to Daniel Levy for the time being. That's all it is until Daniel Levy can clean his. Yeah, and that's what he'll be. But but at the same time, he's also got a connection to the club. He knows a lot of the players. He played with quite a few of these guys when he was still at the club. So it could also be a good chance for us to get back to playing football the way we used to. Not that I'm expecting him to win us the league. I mean, I'm not even expecting him to get us top four. But if we could just yeah. at least return to that football, remember what we are as a club and play some exciting football, have some fun at the weekend, then that's, a, that's progress in my eyes. The way I feel oh. about the club at the moment, because... Think about how I've been for the last six months. I've been watching football, Tottenham play turgid, sad, negative football. Then I find out mm. behind the scenes we were actively part of campaigning against the future of football. Mm. And then now I'm sitting where we're going to walk back that decision and then maybe we can try. And, and then there's talk maybe we'll get Nagelsmann. We're not going to get Nagelsmann. We'll end up getting Rodgers. Yeah, maybe. Matt, all, all I know Matt, is Kane's leaving. Yeah. Well, I've got an idea. What about uh, agent right now? What do you think if I apply for the job and I bring Scotty as my assistant? Oh, yeah, I'll back that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Just because I can be like, I know that guy. And then when you turn <laughs> shit, I can be like, I don't know that guy. What's the philosophy, What's the philosophy Nick? What's the philosophy? That's the, what's the question. Uh, are you going to be, are you going to be, uh, uh, what, what, the kind no, of, I'll be an uh, Alex Ferguson. I'll be an Alex Ferguson. No, I'll be an Alex Ferguson. I'll sit in the, in the, in the, 
coffee room there or tea room and have uh, have tea and let Scotty take the sessions. <laughs> yeah, true. I'll just come there on a Friday and just get the guys together for set pieces. I oh, you see. You've you've learned that from Steve Bruce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, I think uh, Scott makes a good point. I mean, in if if you look at we don't have a Lampard. Uh, we, I mean, and the thing is though, if we were going to go ex player, I'd rather go with 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 Ryan Mason and Ledley King. I think it would be unfair on Ledley King. I think it's too soon. And I, I'd hate... And the challenge with a player like Ledley King, he won't have the benefit of he's, someone he's like Lampard. Give out. No, but the thing is, like, yeah. you look at Lampard. Lampard went to Chelsea too early, but he'll get caught somewhere along the way and he'll build his way back up. We know yeah. what the English sport industry does to players of colour. If Ledley King fails at Spurs, he'll never get he's another gone. job again. And that is yeah. so unfair. You look what happened to Chris Hewton. Any other Hewton. player who did what he did yeah. at Newcastle would have walked into any other job in the Premier League. But he's yeah, never he, had another. He was, at, he, was, he, was, he was at Brighton and didn't get Brighton relegated. He was still in the Premier League with Brighton. Where is he exactly. now? Exactly. He's, he's, he's at Forest. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's where that's where I want us to be slow and careful with Ledley King because I don't want Spurs to be the reason that he doesn't have a future in management because he's the kind of yeah. player when you saw the way he played, he's exactly the kind of player that should flourish in management. And I think, so for that reason, I would say, give it to Ryan Mason for now. Yeah, he's young, but look, we, there's not like we've got a solid plan going forward as a club. So give it to him. Let him have some fun. Let, let Ledley King continue to kind of earn his badges, earn his stripes, see, build, a, build a portfolio. And then maybe eventually we could get someone else, maybe a Nuno Espirito Santos. I think he'd be a great, great manager for our club in terms of the way he plays football. He plays more attacking. He kind of, he, you know, puts the ball in quick, does some exciting stuff. I think that would be great. I don't know if he'd want to go to Spurs at the moment. I mean, Ed, you know, when these things are so hard to measure, whether he sees it as a step up from Wolves or not is, is maybe hard to gauge. Um, and, then, and that would potentially be good for Ledley King's development because I'd love to see Ledley King eventually take over at Spurs, but not, I think it would be too soon now. And I think it would end yeah. up ending his career, which, is, which would be horrible. Wonga, you've been very quiet. Most collectible from this. Oh, Wonga has to be quiet, man, because he knows that me, him, and you, we are the instigators of this thing, man. The instigators, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure the little guys came and they whispered, whispered it to us, and then we were like, yeah, hey, yeah, that would work for us, 100%. And then we put on board. That family club. He's just to start the own family now. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, guys, it's like I said in the WhatsApp group. He's right. It is a family club, but it turns out what he meant was mafia family. Mafia. <laughs> They're just sitting there like, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Rafa Benitez. Rafa Benitez for the Spurs job. Look, what I think, think we'll about take him, but I, I just, it's like I said earlier, I don't think it would work. I think he'd struggle with our team. I don't think we're a team that's disciplined enough. We saw it, like I said, we started it with Mourinho. We're not the kind of team that can build that way. I think we need a manager who's prepared to, to take more risks. And, and Benitez was so successful at Newcastle because he got them to play a more systematic, more yeah. defensive game and then build from the back forward. And I think that's where, that's where we, he would struggle with Spurs. I mean, even at, at, at Liverpool, he had that solid back line. That was the, 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 the Diddy Hammond time and all of them. And then you had fantastic forwards. <laughs> Here we are. We are Edmund Scott. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I, I can, on that note, on that note, I can confirm no one has left the group yet, Scotty. No one, no one has, has left, left the group, group. yet. Everyone is still in the group. Everyone is still in the group. 
Nobody's like cowards. <laughs> and definitely, since since we had that long talk about it on the on the on this show about Nick potentially having to leave the show, they've upped their fortunes. Bruce is definitely a fan, and he was like, yeah, "No, I can't let you go." Three wins yeah. in a row. Right. No, I think all of that talk is yeah, two wins in a draw. Well, I think yeah, it's unbeaten at least, which for them is already you know. And I think oh, it's it, I think they're they're pretty close to safety now. You know, we look and at three weeks ago, we were like they're gone. Might I add, the cooldown was normally speaking about the results from the weekend, and we're not even speaking <laughs> about the results. I mean, I mean, we can let's 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 do the one game, just do the one game. Yeah, we might as well talk about the game because it was a big game. It was a huge game. It was for for Nick. So Nick, yeah, it was an exciting game. I don't know. So I actually had a fixture myself, so I had I had to watch the first half in my car, and at two nil, two nil up with a red card for West Ham. I thought the game was. The game was over, and uh, I actually left my my app, my score app, on, and I just locked my phone. And after my fixture, I opened my phone and it said three two, a hundred and twenty one minutes played. And I'm like, what sort of game is this? So obviously the app malfunctioned, no, and then I uh, I went and I looked, <laughs> and we had one three two. But listen, I watched the highlights of the second half, and it's it's classical Bruce. You know, he's just sort of, you know, so negative, and he blames. The fact that we in the situation that we're in, players are naturally going to regress against ten men when you two 0 up. You regress and defend on the top on the on the top of your box um, against the ten man West Ham team that need to you know win. Um, and with the extra man, we couldn't make the we couldn't make the difference. And and we were actually quite lucky to come away with a win. To be fair, yeah, big big I Sam would the, do a good job for you. Yeah, the, the funny thing for me watching that game was. Uh, like I can't. You guys were when you were two 0 up. I couldn't understand why they weren't going to try and at least go for another one. I mean, yeah, you know, at least take, even if you you know you, you cool down a bit. But the whole time they were they were literally just taking literally taking the gas off the pedal. Like you could see it. They weren't yeah. even trying to go up. Then when they conceded the second one, then they decided, yeah, okay, no, yeah. now it's time to go. Let's go. I was like, it was and then you scored. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, listen, I mean, we were we were probably lucky in a sense, but. As I said to you guys, and I think it was last week, Thursday, I think West Ham were there for the taking. You know, they're on a good run. Um, yeah. But they don't generally do well against us. Um, if you look over the last couple of seasons, they, they do tend to struggle against us for some or other reason. So for me, I'll take it. You know, I think one more win. We have one more win in us. I think it might come this weekend against uh, the family club. Um, and then... Yeah. <laughs> We're all over the place. <laughs> um, absolutely all over the place. And uh, no, but I, I think for us it was great. I think Arsenal, you know, drawing to, to Fulham also sort of impacted uh, uh, their sort of fate for them um, and yeah. sort of helped us to, to sort of safety. You know, I said it, I said it a couple of weeks ago, I said Burnley aren't out of this. Burnley are still in the thick of it. You know, they, I think yeah. six points, I think six or five points uh, clear. Um, I wouldn't write them off there. Running isn't isn't looking too healthy uh, for themselves. So, you know, Fulham can put a couple of wins together, which I don't think they will. I think the one team that could be sucked into it is Burnley. But I think for now we should be fine. No, you guys are you guys are okay, man. I think also the one thing that helps Brighton as well is their their goal difference. Wow, man. Yeah. It's only minus. Mm. It's only minus five. Where where's yeah. you guys on minus eighteen, minus nineteen? Yeah, so I think they, I think I think Brighton is okay. But yeah, Burnley and Burnley can be 
yeah, I think everyone knows how to play against Burnley. That's what I can say. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, uh, but also, boys, boys, I've got a job for next next season. Hopefully, just one more win, and then I got a job next season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not yeah people guys keep me on the job. The show might continue, but we might need to eliminate uh, three members on this uh, page. <laughs> <laughs> the rogue, the rogue ones. Yeah, the rogue ones. Sure, I'm so glad. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I do think that the game, the Newcastle-West Ham game, when I was watching it, and I was surprised as to why you were so quiet, Nick. I couldn't understand it because I was watching it and I was like, this is easily one of the, the best games of the league that I've watched. And it's been, yeah. a, I mean, from a Liverpool perspective, we watched a lot of shit over the last couple of weeks. But that, that game in particular was mental. Yeah, you know, 2-0 up, yeah. come back, yeah. off the line clearance, an Arsenal boy having to to clinch the game there. Yeah. Uh, I think Wonga also. But what do you think about Willock? Will you take him back at Arsenal? Look, he's not going to make a difference. I can't lie to you. Um, <laughs> look at our team. Look. <laughs> he's, he's, helping, yeah, he's helping Newcastle, but for us, ah. Yes, is he was better talking about the Super League. This is horrible, man. <laughs> imagine, imagine when you're in the Super League, it might be. Yes, yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind the Super League. Goodness me, this is horrible. We're talking about Newcastle having a minus 18 uh, goal difference. Uh, my, minus 18 goal difference will be for Arsenal there in the Super League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you don't get knocked out. We'll be there next season. We'll see again and again and again. Every day. I saw someone on the lo- uh, last night's show say they're going to start naming the teams uh, the, the, the Arsenal Grizzlies and the Barcelona Bears. Yeah, um, <laughs> giving them <laughs> the Liverpool Mavericks. <laughs> I know, I, I know. I mean, that, that was meant to be quite a funny sort of comment, but I mean, that's a possibility. That's, well, that's a possibility. Yeah. That's what Leeds even said. That's what Leeds said. Uh, we snatched a late, uh, late um, equalizer against the Merseyside Reds. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. But did you see today? It also turned out, you know, Chelsea were going to be in trouble because Chelsea doesn't own the stadium. The, the club doesn't own the stadium. The stadium's owned. And the, the same company that owns the stadium owns the name Chelsea FC. Oh, and they were threatening oh, to pull that back. And it, so Chelsea oh, wow. were going to literally have to change their name to be in the thing. I don't know how, if it ever would have got that serious. But as it happened, Pro Evolution. Pro yeah, yeah, exactly. The, 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 yeah. Pairs and apps, yeah. the, London, the London Blues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's... It would have been Ro- 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 Romans, Roman, Ro- Romans Blues, Romans Blues. Well, he could have, he could have played on his own name. It could have been the Abrama Bitches, you know, like something like that. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, oh man! All I right, can gents. say is, gents, yeah. when you invite Chelsea over, make sure there's vodka. Don't fuck around. Make sure there's vodka. Or just make a better choice and don't invite them around. They're just going to ruin your party. Well, they might. They just they might just not come last minute. They'll RSVP and then they just pull. They'll pull out. Sounds like you guys are taking notes for the future again. You're going to think of something. <laughs> right, gents. On that note, pretty much wraps up the show for today. Final thoughts before we leave. Uh, Same as yesterday think... from my side. Fuck the ESL. Yes, Chelsea. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't uh, it's looking a bit tight for Liverpool to make top four. Mm, it is. It is. 
<laughs> Zed is. Zed is from everyone else. <laughs> that's, why they want that's, why they want, that's why they want the ESL. They probably thought of this idea when they saw, hey, we might actually want to make this Champions League. Wow. Did you not it's hear Klopp's comments ESL. yesterday? Klopp's comments. He said he'd rather not qualify. He'd rather let West Ham qualify for the, the ESL. Yeah, oh, Champions League. Yeah. League he'd rather let I mean, that happen. Obviously, he doesn't want it to happen, but he'd rather let that happen because that's that's the pinnacle anyway. From my end, yeah, it's, it's been a shit season. That's that's all I can say. It'd be crazy, crazy season to launch goal launch. That's that's what I'll say. Uh, yeah, let's talk about it at least. Jeez, <laughs> Nick, Nick, final bro, thoughts, man. You've been very quiet for the bullshit. Nah, bro. I'm listen. I'm I'm happy that my team is nearly there. You know, this is what I get excited about, guys. Getting to forty points. Or 38. <laughs> Imagine yeah. being me. Imagine being me, lads. You guys are talking about your <laughs> Europe, European Super Leagues there. I couldn't even dream of that. But maybe, uh, maybe, maybe this uh, backdrop that you've got here, this green, you know, maybe it's synonymous with what's coming for, for, for Newcastle and the Saudis arriving. Um, yeah, I think so actually, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say no. There's going to be more sway in those kind of votes uh, if, if new ownership want to come in and purchase clubs. And that's actually a very good thing for Newcastle. I think if the Saudis do come back, those those kind of votes uh, will come be swayed on. by the likes of Liverpool and Tottenham. Exactly. We'll create, actually, our own, we'll create our own league in Saudi Arabia. You guys can join us there. <laughs> See that you're okay with. That you're okay with. But it's gonna happen. It's all happen eventually. I think it's gonna happen eventually. If you look yeah, at even, I think even the tennis, they've introduced more stuff in that they they're trying to make money off. It's it's, it's definitely gonna happen. Definitely, yeah, yeah the boxing, yeah, it's but definitely I think gonna happen. In, in, I mean, it's gonna be a bigger show, and I know we're just signing off. But in response to that, we should, as fans, we should seriously up the way we follow the non-league football. Like, it's so easy to film stuff now. We should just get a load of kind of high-quality cameras down to, like, local clubs. And then we can follow local teams the way we currently follow these big teams. If they're going to mess around and just put themselves into closed bubbles, why don't we watch teams like Leighton Orient every week and have the mm-hmm. same kind of coverage and same behind-the-scenes stuff and even lower than that, you know, right down to, like, mm-hmm. Crawley and those clubs and start supporting them and being able to engage with them. It's so easy to broadcast stuff now. We could all sign up digital subscriptions, make give them a million a year, and we all watch it, you know? like. Why not? Let's, I let's feel like that's that's that something, something that they were trying to capitalize on. That so it's it's yeah. interesting that you, it's, you suggest that as a model. No, but we <laughs> do it. As, but, no, but, but not doing true. it. But we should be doing it for the lower clubs, the clubs that don't get coverage now. I can watch Spurs every week if I want. Now they're already on the TV, but I can't watch mm. lower league stuff. Why don't we set up infrastructure to that to have that? Let's spend money if we're going to spend billions of pounds on nonsense. Let's put cameras at all the lower league clubs, all the non-league guys who are currently struggling to get by. Give them the opportunity to allow people to subscribe for like, I don't know, 10 pounds a year or whatever to watch them mm. play. And then you get live stream games and it's local football. So you can hear the guys swearing and kicking each other. Like it's probably a better, a so better product. Just to clarify, just to clarify, when you say we, who are you referring to when you say we? You're not referring I mean, to the collective, putting this all in right now. The, the, the collective we, I mean, I'll give you a we, Howdy. You got something else on or what? But it's true because a lot of the points that uh, were raised uh, in, in support of this ESL and the new broadcasting for Gen, Gen Z and everything are still valid. There's still going to be models which have to be considered about how FIFA are doing things, how the current broadcasters are doing things, which we as a fans should take a bit more ownership of. And it's an opportunity for us to do that, as you, as you mentioned. That's actually very, very yeah. true. The broadcasting landscape should be a little bit more 
Um, it should be critiqued a little bit more. Yeah, it should be democratized. Like it should be, yeah. and it should be in the other direction, not in the way that they're doing it, where they're trying to put more and more eyes on a smaller bubble, but rather we should have more and more content available to people who want to watch different kinds of football. Anyway, it's a, mm. it's a show in and of itself. I'll give you a week to set it up, Claudio. Um, <laughs> we, can, we can all watch some non-league football together next week. Sweet. No if, I do it, no if I do it, well, everyone show up on time at least. Uh, is, that, is that one of those? Yeah? Hey, 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 I'll hey, be, hey, I'll let's, be, let's not I'll try to undermine the, the, the foundations the of what we've established here. I'll be the 10 minutes advance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Ten minutes. Not not one minute because you're having dinner there, Solo. Yeah. You know me, man. You know me, man. I need to feed myself before, before the show, man. I can't. Imagine now. Imagine I'm gonna be only eating now. I would be dying, man. I'll be dying. Darren has an update saying Brighton are wearing the it's same shirts at Leeds were last night. Uh, interesting. Don't they fact. follow so, Twitter? It's Chelsea, done. Chelsea should also wear them. <laughs> so just just to wrap up just to wrap up to get to just just quick yes and no sort of answers everyone is the super league going to follow through no 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 is Not newcastle now. is this whole process going to make it easier for takeover at newcastle no yes no <laughs> yes it's not. Mike Ashley's got the best own, uh, best lawyers. He's got Man City's lawyers. What? He's going to win. He's saying Ed Woodward has resigned as chairman of Manchester United. It's about oh, that time. Yes. Oh, yeah, fucking yeah, time. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's out. Perez is also gone from Real Madrid. Mark Bowers. No, 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 no. He was just elected as president. He can't, and he won't. Where are you gone. seeing that on Twitter? Because it hasn't been put on the the new broadcasting channels yet, like on or it hasn't been on BBC or Sky. Where are you seeing that? Hey, I'm seeing it on Twitter, bro. I'm seeing it on 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 Man United fan channels. Man City. Did you say Man City have confirmed as well? It's Chelsea and Man City to leave. Man United pulled out. I saw Man United have pulled out. Man United have pulled out, and Ed Woodward has stepped down. It yeah, Woodward, yeah. yeah. Hey, I don't yeah, know who's really doing crazy. the admin for Liverpool, but they're sleeping at the moment. Some oaks in the States working on the social media accounts, clapping a fat dose. And now we look like the turds. We look like the turds left behind them. Yeah. <laughs> Let me it's tweet something for Liverpool from Golanj quickly. It's going to be Liverpool and Liverpool reserves in the European Super League. Also, because <laughs> the, the female team... three players that they have in reserves at the moment. <laughs> the Liverpool's female side aren't even in the Premier Division, but they were going to skip all of that, and they weren't... So currently, Lyon's... They're going to go to Super League. Yeah, they're going to go to Super League, and Lyon's female side, who are the current European yeah. champions, weren't yeah. even going to be included in all of this. That's crazy. Uh, it's all madness. Yeah. Nah, they we're gonna have to change that, man. You can't have, you can't exclude, um, Leon and, and PSG's women, um, women's teams because they're they're like the top out of the top four exactly. teams, and like Wolfsburg, mm-hmm. the German teams. Oh, come on, it doesn't make yeah. sense, man. And it didn't. None of it made any sense except from a money perspective. That was it. Was only the finances that made sense, and even that's only to the small people at the top. So it's, you know, hopefully it doesn't come back, but it will. It will come back worse and different and horrible. Well, if it come back in a better format, like there, there is the need to actually, you know, um, Mossa. drinking oh, okay. Kool Aid, man. Like, just no, it's true, guys. 
Yeah, there has to be this. This is uh, five minutes ago. You were like, "Yeah, fuck the ESL, be gone!" Ah, and now you're like, "But when it comes back, (laughs) 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 just have to come back in a much better format." Like even before. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Got a. Must have got a, a payment um, made to him, so that's why he's changed his tune. He probably got like a, a young something. <laughs> Every Chelsea fan got ten pounds to, to change uh, okay. their tune. A crate of vodka. Yeah, I'm so happy, man. Yeah. Okay. That was fun. Right. That was fun. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining uh, the cool down today. Thanks a lot, and, guys. Thanks uh, a lot. It was it was a fun show. It was a fun show. All all, all great laughs and bends. Uh, and yeah, uh, viva, viva the super league. <laughs> 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 <laughs>